0: What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Athletes' Lounge. And today, we have a very, very special guest, a close friend of mine, Steven. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man.
1: Thank you, Petian. So My name is Steven Carvalho. I'm a senior on Liberty's cross country and track and field teams. I'm a marketing major, about to finish up this spring. So yep. I'm super excited about that. And then I'm transitioning into becoming a volunteer coach uh for liberty university track and field
0: okay that's dope that's dope i didn't even know that myself man yeah me and Steve have been close for a while actually my freshman year he was one of my first quad mates and he really just showed me around and just brought me around the campus and made sure i was locked in it was him jeremiah Harkavis, and tyler and they were just like they were so dope and it was so cool and stuff like that so me and Steve have been close for a while such a good friend and i'm just glad that he's able to be on here so he can just share a little bit of his story. Um, So, obviously, you said you run track, cross country here at Liberty. So, before that, like, let's start from the beginning, like from the start. Like, how did you first start running? Like, how did you know, like, running was your sport? Like, this is what you wanted to do for the rest of your life?
1: Yeah. So, both of my parents were runners, and they didn't want me in, like, contact sports. So, they were trying to keep me safe. So, I was on the swim team. Uh, As a little kid growing up, and then the first year you could run was 7th grade. So I started running in 7th grade, and I was, like, fine at it for 7th grade or first year guy in middle school. And then 8th grade had this standout race against other kids in the state. It was super fun. Um, And I was still swimming at the time. And so I come to high school freshman year, did cross country, did really well on my team. Mm -hmm. And then I did swim team during the winter season and then came back to run in the in the spring and i was not as good uh, as i was in the fall as when i was in the spring and so i was like well i can't be mediocre at two things right so i gotta pick one and so i had done a lot better freshman year cross country Mm -hmm. uh than i had freshman year swim team and so i i chose running and then ran all three seasons uh for the rest of high school and just stuck with it
0: yeah that's what's up actually i don't even i don't think you remember this but you all got me running. I don't think I told you. Like, I used to run on the track every morning, like, trying to get my mile split down right. Like, this man inspired me to run. Like, mm-hmm. I had to, got, he gave me his extra pair of running shoes. I, was, I gave you my spikes yeah, as yeah, well. The spikes, bro. Yes, I was there, every day I was out there just running, man. So, he, definitely inspiration for real. So, obviously, like, all of that happened, swim team, JV, middle school, you started running. And let's go to high school towards college, right? So, mm-hmm. you're running. Obviously, you have to be pretty good to be committed to a D1 school. Like, mm-hmm. what was the process looking like? to coming to Liberty? Was Liberty your first option? You had other schools and looks, or Like what made you go to Liberty in a sense?
1: Yeah, so I had a couple options. I had a D3 school in Massachusetts, which Mm -hmm. was a Christian school Mm -hmm. that my sister had gone to. And so I knew that the coach really wanted me on that team. Mm -hmm. And then my dad worked at a business school in Massachusetts, Bentley University. And so I visited there, talked with their coach, and I kind of met their team. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like, this could be really cool full scholarship because I would have money kick in from my dad working there and the rest of it would be athletic scholarship. And I thought like that was going to be the clear cut option, but I I had heard of Liberty and I was getting very excited about it. And Liberty was kind of what I was working towards Mm because that was a, that was a a team. Bentley really didn't have a lot of good guys. And so Mm -hmm. I'd be the the top dog at at a school like that. Right. And so I go and meet the Bentley team. And they ended up just being a bunch of alcoholics, and wow. they were not good guys. They wanted to hide everything from the coach, mm-hmm. and it was not it was not a not a good experience that I had with that team. And so I was like, I can't I can't go to Bentley. I have to make the Liberty team, or mm-hmm. else I'd probably end up go to a small Christian school in Massachusetts. So I toured Liberty my junior year with some of my buddies, mm-hmm. and I knew that I needed to run 9:28 to uh, make the walk-on standards. Uh I also needed 928 to make it to high school nationals and uh, to break my indoor two-mile school record. So 928 became the time for me my senior year. Uh, I headed up to the divisional meet, which was just uh, the D2 schools in Massachusetts, so like kind of big schools. But um, yeah, and that meet, we just had four of us all pop off. And yeah. we went one through four in Massachusetts, Jeez. setting new PRs like crazy, and I ran 9.25. So I made Natty's, school record went down, and then I, I emailed Coach, Coach Isaac, and he was like, we'd love to have you. Yeah. And so that was February, so that was late. I had a very late commit. Okay. I was a walk-on, no scholarship or anything. Yeah. Um, but that that moment was, like, the pinnacle of, of high school track and field for me. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, so that's crazy. One through four in mass and then having that time to be able to make that time. So, like, obviously, like, walk on stairs and stuff like that. Did you have, like, any sense of worry or doubt, like, you know, because it was really late, obviously, in the time to commit and stuff like that. Did you have any, like, worry or doubt in the terms of, like, man, like, if I don't make this, like, and I'm not able to go to Liberty, like, what am I going to do? Or, like, did you always have faith? Like, talk me through that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Coach Isaac helped a lot because he was the one who would tell me, like, once you're on this team, you're on this team. Right. And so I had a training log that I had to fill out. And so he was really good about communicating with me through that. And he would get very excited when I would have good workouts. And I was Mm. getting excited about my summer training and stuff. Mm. That summer was some of the most running I've ever done. Um, So I was really working hard that summer to make sure I could, you know, really solidify my spot, you know, in Mm -hmm. the top 10 running at all the different invitationals. And so I think that aspect of it, I knew that I was going to be on the team, but I think socially was where I kind of like wavered a little bit, like no fault on Coach Isaac, but like he didn't follow me back on Instagram. And so I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. he must just follow like the scholarship kids. He probably doesn't follow the walk on kids until like they hit a certain time or something and Mm -hmm. then. I didn't know anyone, so I didn't I didn't go and meet the team. I didn't meet Coach Isaac until the first day of practice. Really? So I didn't really know anyone face to face. The freshman had had talked mm-hmm. um, in group chats and stuff like that. But yeah, I just didn't know anyone. So socially I would say is where I kinda of wavered a little bit okay. coming into Liberty.
0: Right. I I, I wanna to touch on a point that you said earlier that I thought was interesting, that like when you went to the other school to visit and stuff like that, like you just realized it wasn't the best community and I think it's, like, very important to, like, realize, like, in whatever you do, whatever sport, if a job or anything like that, like, community and environment is such a big aspect. Because, like, you could be the top guy, but you could have guys that aren't the top guys, that don't take you seriously, that could bring you down straight to that level. So I really like how Liberty was that aspect and it had, like, everything for you like that, right? So, like, now here you're here at Liberty and stuff like that. And you're with the team and stuff like that. So just describe, like, the culture within the team, like the track team, the cross-country team. Like, what's it like and, like, how you guys like to bond and just, like, stay together, you know, and just be as one. Tell me a little bit about that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I think, like, a couple things. Like, one, it wasn't always like that. Okay. I think coming in my freshman year, we had a lot of growth to do as a team. Mm. And it was, it was not very professional. It didn't, like, mm-hmm. some people didn't really care. And so... I do think it's come a long way since then, and so sticking it out at liberty, um you get to see what the program has gone from from like kind of an individual aspect of like we had really great individual runners, but never a great team
0: right
1: and so my four years here, I've definitely been able to see that and so this year, um we've a new captain, will Jefferson is captain, and it's been really, really great so far, so like we we have viable studies. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday after church and so not all the guys have to go to the same church but all the guys are definitely definitely encouraged to find a church get plugged in there Uh and so all the guys will be at church and then we'll come together for Bible study and Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday is just a really awesome day there's no running on Sundays and you really just get to kind of spend some time in community at your church and with the guys Mm -hmm. and then um, Friday nights we have team dinners at the rot, which yeah. is which is yeah. fun. We get a super long table and guys and girls, and sometimes if recruits are there, we bring the recruits. Uh-huh. Um, and that's super fun. And then Wednesdays also, Wednesdays is on your own, but a lot of the guys will, like, kind of get together and go run at certain spots that they like. And so yeah. even when you have the option to kind of be by yourself, you still see guys on this team come together okay. uh, and still run together when they have the option not to. And so I think that's, that's also something that's really cool.
0: Yeah, that's dope. I mean, with you being only the second guest, I think there's, like, a little theme that's running on, because last episode Bryce was telling me, like, when they got here and they first started, like, everything wasn't put together like there was a lot of growth and I think that speaks a lot of volume in a sense just saying like you know especially when you come to the Lord and when you do different things like you're not gonna have it all together or like you're not gonna be so connected but I think it's, it takes time when you really focused and grow, and like okay we'll take this a day by day step by step and now you see that long growth that the team has done with the bonding Wednesdays and stuff like that I remember like I used to sit down on some of the Sunday afternoon mm-hmm, Bible studies those mm-hmm. were really good right so just going off of that, obviously, like, you guys bond a lot. But you guys bond a lot with Christ, obviously, that I can say. Mm-hmm. So I would ask, how is, like, your faith and running go hand in hand? And, like, how is that very important to when you run? Like, how does God give you that strength? Or, like, what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah, I think, like, coming in as a freshman, I didn't necessarily know what that looked like. And I think people use the term a lot, like, right. for God's glory. Like, we're going to run for God's glory. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, man, like, what what does that like? really mean like I don't really know like right. coming in as a as a young freshman and so mm-hmm. I think for me like I almost had to put running in my relationship with God almost separate a little bit I think of it separately mm-hmm. like I needed to focus on my like alone time with the Lord and like what my form of worship was because running is a form of worship because you're using mm-hmm. your gifts that God gave you but right. like for me like I would definitely put like praise and worship like with my voice way above running like that's something where i like really can just like feel that connection with god and Mm -hmm. and, you know just praise jesus whenever and so i think at that point once i kind of had that realization of like i need to have my alone time with god and i need to be able to to praise him whenever throughout the day and really kind of use music as that outlet Mm -hmm. then i was able to look at running through a different lens and i was like You know, God can put me in these opportunities to pour into people on these runs, um, to lead people, to lead um, kind of the second group that we have on the team of guys that like aren't varsity, but they're working Mm -hmm. up towards it. And so Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of different ways that God can use running the way you can be obedient to him. Um, And I think running for God's glory in the sense of like knowing that, you know, this one, this is not our body. This body is on on rental, right? This Mm -hmm. is God's body. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, he gave us these talents. Even though we're, like, working hard for them, like, he still gave us these talents. He gave us this drive. And that's what our motivation is. Mm -hmm. Our motivation isn't like, oh, we're just going to get better and better and better. But it's just like, I want to continue to use these gifts that God has given me. And I don't want to, like, waste any opportunities. Mm -hmm. I think for me, like, motivation at times has been a really big struggle. Mm. And I never connected my motivation to like working for Christ or wow. taking advantage of like what Christ has given me. Right. So it's like when you think about laziness and you're like, mm-hmm. oh like I just kinda wanna be lazy today. I don't want to do it. Right. It's like that just not that's just not going against your team. That's going against God and like right. what He's given you. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, when you look at it through that lens of, like, I don't want to waste what God has given me mm-hmm. and the standards that he's put on my life. It's like, yeah, like, that's what can keep you motivated for sure. Oh,
0: that's that's such a good words, especially, like, your talents as a worship. Like, I like how you kind of broke it down in the sense, like, the laziness and things like that, but also, like, like, everything that you do is for God. It's no matter what you do, right? So if you start running for the wrong reasons for different accolades, if you start running for personal gain and not using this as a like a vessel or outlet to pour into people like are you really doing it right and things like that so I really like that point um so lastly just to wrap it up um like any last words that you would want to say to people or just like any encouragement maybe to not even just runners or anything like that just to the people out there that something that stuck with you that you'd really want people to be impacted by that you would pour into that you would say. I think for me like community
1: has been huge, I think when i when I came into liberty, mm-hmm. I did not have the best community. There was just like some guys on the team that just weren't weren't a fan of me, and so i I felt very isolated and okay. I think like The main thing that Satan can use is isolation, for sure. For sure. And I think when you have these high expectations of, like, oh, this is going to be, like, so, so, so great. Like, the community is going to be great. I'm going to jump right in. And it's going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden, like, it's not that for some reason. Mm -hmm. For me, coming in, like, to liberty, that threw me off. Yeah. Because you think of liberty, you think of the you know, the name brand of Liberty and it's like, oh, it has to be like that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. And so that really confused me and that really made me feel isolated. Mm -hmm. But having said that, like what I know now is that like community needs to be cultivated. Mm -hmm. And it's like you need to be able to put in that effort and continue, you know, come to practice each day wanting to grow that community, Mm -hmm. not expecting that community to
0: be there. Wow. You have to be
1: the one to cultivate it. You have to be the one to show up, to get guys excited, Mm -hmm. to lead them, to keep them accountable. And over time, over four years, Mm -hmm. that's when your community is going to grow and be at that place of like, okay, like this is my family now. It's not going to happen on day one.
0: (laughs) straight heat man that's that's good words man like i said steve i appreciate you for coming on here giving your story sharing some good words and things like that i appreciate for everybody just tapping in again and listening and i will catch y'all next time peace